Today's topic, 7 free ways to grow your social media for profit. Welcome to episode 22. Let's delve in. So today on Smiley Talks, we have Jen McKee, and we'll be talking about the seven free ways to grow your social media for profit. So before we dive right into this topic, um, I'll you know leave the stage for Jen to tell us a little more about herself, her personal journey, and how she even got into social media and helping other businesses. Yeah, Jen. You're listening to Smiley Talks Podcast. We'll be right back. Hey, my name is Joseph Paul Smile. Smiley Talks is focused at helping you listening to discover more about yourself, to grow and to transform your world. We do this by connecting you to experienced coaches, business experts, and even professionals. Now, before we dive in, our content and marketing services are available for you on creativebay.com. All the links and spellings are in the description. Just don't miss out. Welcome back. Yeah, thank you. Thanks so much for having me. Um, so I own Keyheart Marketing. It's a digital marketing agency. I'm here in um, in Texas. Uh, and I kind of, um, so I like to say that my journey really started with a fitness journey. Um, I was I was in restaurants for a long time. I um, had I have two kids and after I had my son, I just, I was a manager in the restaurant and I was like, you know what, like, this is not working for me. This is just a lot of time and it's just, I don't want to do this anymore. So I started looking into other things. Um, I started looking into a teaching certification. I realized that wasn't really for me either. And I had a friend give me an opportunity to do some marketing for two bars that he had. Um, and we were kind of like, uh, planning parties, like doing events, things like that. And I stood, I, um, was putting together a, um, fundraising event. It was a golf tournament. And so we were looking for donations and I walked into this CrossFit gym and asked them for a donation. And whenever I did, the owner was like, I was super intimidated because I didn't like, I didn't go into CrossFit gyms and the owner was super nice. And he was like, Oh yeah, I'll do a six, a six week challenge. And I asked him what that was. And he started explaining it to me. Anyways, it sounded like exactly what I needed in my life, but I wasn't really like whatever. So then I left, um, I went home and I, was like targeted by them on Facebook. Anyways, so I decided to um, go into this and I ended up joining the gym. I did the six week challenge. Um, I, uh, first of all, I lost a lot of weight, which I had gained a lot of weight with my son, but then also I found CrossFit and that was three years ago. I still do CrossFit three times a week. But what really came out of that is I feel like it was the beginning of my journey of like, I'm capable of achieving things. I am capable of hitting big goals. And so it like catapulted me into this self-development journey and business journey. Um, so that's kind of like what gave me, I feel like the mm, confidence to really start this company. But I was also already going into this marketing direction. I started doing social media for them. Um, I reached out to a lot of business owner friends that I had, asked them if I could do their social media, and um, it kind of grew from there. Wow, cool. You know, talking about <laughs> reaching out to friends. I mean, that's a real story. Talking about reaching out to friends to help them to grow their social media. Uh, what was one of the challenges you faced while I tried to help them, help even, you know, to go into the major business phase? What were some of the challenges? Yeah, so... 
when I first started, I mean, obviously, like everybody's on social media, so we know how it works. But I felt like I didn't know what I was doing. Like I understood what needed to get done. But I had never worked in an agency. I was just like building this from the ground up. So I'm like, am I doing this right? Like, is there something else that I should be doing? So I found myself um, trying to find other people in this industry, which I didn't know anybody then. So I joined like some, uh, there was this really cool organization called Women in Digital. I met a lot of like people, peers, you know, people who were doing the same thing and that. Um, I found people on Instagram in my area, reached out to them like, hey, can we go have coffee? And like, can you tell me what you're doing so that I know what I'm doing? So that was definitely like a big thing because I wanted to start with like no agency experience. I found myself like kind of like, what what am, am I doing it right? So um, that, and then of course, in any building any business, like how to get clients, how to scale, like, but those, those came a little bit later because I was able to get those first few clients. But, um, so yeah, those are some things that I face for sure. My, my, that's huge. That's huge. I know a lot of people, that point of getting clients, I hear people say, ah, it's hard to get clients and things like that. You know, delving deep, you know, today, I know you're going to share with us seven valuable free ways to grow social media for profit. I want you to, first of all, give us this foundation of what social media is to businesses. Yeah. So social media, it's, like it's so important right now right I mean we see that we know that but then with COVID it was just like um even magnified of how important it is so um it's like it's like your channel it's your way of connecting with your audience um Mm -hmm. you get to show up consistently and authentically so that people can get to know the founders behind the business the people inside the business um it goes for both e-commerce and um service businesses that you have this opportunity to really connect with your with your audience and then you can also then um attract more people into your circle of um what is the word and you can attract more people in into knowing who you are so um plus what we learned with covid is how important it is to have this audience of engaged followers so that you can then um keep them up to date with whatever's going on with your business so my clients when um when covid first happened and things were shutting down we were able to easily reach everybody and keep them up to date like oh we're close today oh we're closing right now oh we're open today oh we're only doing curbside pickup oh this is what we have our menu has changed these kinds of things so without that um without that foundation that we had already built we wouldn't have been able to reach that audience so easily you know building more on this you know i know that there was a hidden strategy in what you just mentioned you know talking about authenticity talking about engaging your followers and it's all steps or it all places itself inside of these seven ways that you uh, are going to share with us i know that you're super packed and ready for this guys if you if you you need to follow her on social media all you need to just check check the show notes check the description you're going to see the link there so right now i wanted to just share this valuable gold of the seven steps seven ways that one can use to grow social media for profit as a service provider or even as a you know a person that sells product yeah okay so let's start with um 
with like knowing what your goals are. I think a lot of people know that they need to be on social media, but they don't go into it with a goal in mind. So um, your social media goals should really align with what your business goals are. So if your business goals are to um, drive more traffic into your establishment, but it's not clear on your social media that you have an establishment or where it is or what types of things that you're doing, then there's not an alignment between what your business goals are and what your social media goals are. And you might feel like social media is not doing what you want it to, but really you haven't really, you haven't really established goals for yourself and for your social channels. So I think understanding what you want to get out of it um, is really one of the first things that you can do. Being consistent, like you said, consistently showing up, uh, that becomes kind of, it can feel really challenging for some people. So it needs to be intentional, right? So if you have determined where your audience is, so, um, and uh, like, honestly, there's so many social channels to choose from now. And so really it could be like where your audience is, where to get the best organic reach, because your audience is probably on almost every social channel at this point. It's just a little different pocket of them, right? So where can you get the, the highest organic reach and where are you comfortable showing up? Like what makes you happy? Because I think that um, if, if you are not having fun doing it, um, then it, it, it's going to come through in your content. So you definitely want to to shift your mindset into this, like um, you're having a good time and when you're showing up online and you feel comfortable doing it and that you are um, also being really intentional about doing it. So I always batch my content. And um, that's something that I talk about a lot is batching content. I think that whenever you kind of like, just tell yourself like, oh yeah, I need to show up on social media. And then it's like, oh, well, I need to post today, but then things get away from you and it's not your number one priority. And now you have to get like a picture and a video and captions and like, where are you going to put it? Like, that's what's getting in your way. So coming up with a good plan of, okay, every Monday I create all of my content for Tuesday through next Monday. I get all of it recorded. If it's video, I get all my captions written out. I get it scheduled or in my drafts and then, um, you know, go from there. So having a good plan um, and so that you can show up consistently is, is definitely important too. You're listening to Smart Retalks podcast. We'll be right back. After the stress where you they go through every day, why you no go relax, make we go market for you? Just visit our website for thechop.com and we go help you go market. It no matter the kind size where you want cook, whether not for family, I've been for friends, so I mean you won't cook for party. We go help you buy natural food stuff. We go help you cook that pot of food. We go help your health make it day okay. Thechop.com. The chop make we go market for you. <laughs> Welcome back. Let's talk about uh where to show up right so um face like obviously facebook is the number one social platform as far as use there are the most people on it on a worldwide range but at the same time the organic reach is very difficult to get on facebook facebook and instagram are both owned by the same company and so instagram is going in the same direction um it is there are a lot of creators there's a lot of content going out there so it is hard to get organic reach there are some workarounds on instagram Mm-hmm. But where I see um, the best organic reach right now is 
video content, first of all, um, video content is it's all short form video. It doesn't need to be highly produced. You can do it in your room, in your car, outside with your phone. Um, good lighting is important, but we get good lighting from sunlight. I actually don't have any lights on at all. Um, it is just the sun coming in, but you know, you could get a ring light too. Those are not a very big investment and they can be really helpful as you go to create video content. Um, but video content is where it's at right now. Look at the Instagram feed. It's moving. It's not stagnant in images anymore. They're moving. Um, YouTube, like number two search engine, I believe those are all videos. Uh, Facebook is able, you're able to share videos from any platform onto Facebook. Um, and then we have TikTok, of course, which is growing substantially. I mean, the growth that TikTok has seen in the last year is just insane. And because it is still such a new platform with way less uh, content on it than Facebook and Instagram, there still is that organic reach so you can get on, on TikTok. So what I suggest to any clients that start working with me or anybody that I'm talking to about social media is that they need to be on TikTok and then they need to repurpose that content into reels. So reels can only be 30 seconds long. TikTok can be up to 59 seconds. So um, the shorter the content, the better. Honestly, on TikTok, people usually aren't watching really long videos. So short and sweet, short and sweet. But um, video content, absolutely. TikTok and reels. Reels organic reach right now is insane. About one in every three reels I post on my Personal Instagram gets pushed out to at least the number of followers I have, if not two to three times that. Where wow. where else can you get that? I don't know if, and, and I know if you're not in social media, you're probably not looking at your analytics every day, but like the reach of a Instagram post is maybe 10% of your audience. Maybe, maybe even 1%, 5%. Like the reach of a stagnant Instagram post is very, very low. Whereas a reel, you can start to get two to three times the amount of followers that you have. Like that's really big. So that's why I'm I'm pushing reel in in TikTok right now. Cool. The other platform, um, and I know I'm not like counting one, two, three, but um, <laughs> the other platform that I think is um, huge right now, and like you need to jump in, especially if you are um, a service provider, is Clubhouse. And obviously, um, Clubhouse is only available to Apple users. They put this like, um, you know, uh, scarcity thing on it um, or like it's like a club, right? Like you can only be an Apple user. OK, so I use an iPad, but I can still get on Clubhouse. Um, you can get on Clubhouse with an iPad. Um, but Clubhouse has given me the opportunity as as a social media marketer to reach so many new people like the organic reach on that is unlike any other platform that you can be on and what is so cool about it is that these are in-person connections so whereas these other social platforms you're posting content people are consuming it maybe 10 minutes after you post it an hour after you post it you know 24 hours after you post it on Clubhouse, you can have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with somebody. And so you want to talk about like a, a social platform to build relationships on. I cannot even tell you how many like new friends I have from Clubhouse. Like literally oh. people that I have 
conversations with. I mean, I have a group of other marketers that I have conversations with all day, every day on Instagram. There's people that I, I people have become my clients from Clubhouse like very quickly. Um, I have people that I'm just like reaching out to that were responding to each other's Instagram stories. So Clubhouse connects with Instagram. So it's a way to build your Instagram. And so the way that I see people using it as is um, you're on Clubhouse, you're making a connection with somebody on there, or maybe you just see somebody that you would like to make a connection with. You hop over to their Instagram and shoot them a DM and start a conversation like that. So there is a connection. And at that point, Instagram becomes really important because you want to keep showing up for this audience that you're building off of Clubhouse. Um, but Clubhouse is, is one that I see like jump in right now because as it continues to grow, as more people get vaccinated and people aren't staying home as much, um, as it gets opened up to Android users and there's a lot more um, a lot more users on the app, it, the organic reach is going to change just like anything else. So this is like, you want to get in on this right now. Um, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know that was a lot. Okay. So uh, one thing I also don't see is people making it really clear what they're selling, right? Like a lot of times. Um, it, and so like optimizing your page, um, no matter what social media platform on you are on, but with a very clear, uh, like a, a very clear way of stating like who you serve and how you serve them, right? And how somebody can get a hold of you. So you have a YouTube channel, and I go over there, but and you're selling um, a, it's a product, right? Like, how do I order the product? Is your website readily available for me to get to it? Um, on your Instagram, I come over to your Instagram and you have a course, but I can't really tell, like, is it for people like me or is it for somebody else? It should be very, very clear when somebody comes to your social media channels, like who you are, who you serve yeah. and, and how somebody can work with you. Um, I think a lot of people miss that. And then even to go further in that, you could also, or you should also be creating content to drive those sales. People don't want to talk about like their sales, you know, so they just kind of dance around the subject of um, like, okay, I have a client who has a course and she's also a service provider, but she sells a course. So before we started working together, she never talked about the course. Now, how is anybody ever going to know that you have a course if you're never talking about it on your social media? You know, you're expecting people to figure that out by going to your website and then like clicking around and spending enough time on your website to find that. People aren't doing that. That's not, I mean, you have to catch people like the shortest, like the easiest way for somebody to do something. So if it is that you are selling, uh, you're going to start your launch, then you need to be talking about your launch. And don't ever feel like you're talking about it too much. Remember how short-lived social media content is. It's just like we're scrolling, you know? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. don't feel like a problem I see a lot of people is that they feel like they're saying it too much or they're talking about it too much. And like, it's just not possible. You could literally talk about it every single day five, six, seven times a day, it is not possible. And if somebody's going to unfollow you because they feel like you're saying it too much, they're not the person for you anyways. It's okay. You can, people can yeah. unfollow you. It's okay. You have to prioritize marketing. Um, 
and and we talked I talked about this a little bit earlier like being really intentional about making sure that you get these things done but also like with anything in your business if it is something that you are not good at you don't have to do it you know there are people like me who do marketing for people like there are people who are experts who do this every single day and that's with anything in your business right like Mm -hmm. I hired uh, somebody to build out systems for me because I can't build out systems that's not something that I do but I am surely willing to pay somebody money because they're going to help me move forward in my business it's the same with your marketing it's the same with your website it's the same with if you you know creating these podcasts maybe um maybe you love creating podcasts, but you're, you don't, you're not good at editing them. Like you could easily pay somebody to edit all of your podcasts. And that could be a well worth investment for you because maybe that means that you will now spend more time finding guests that you love or promoting them on your social media, or you know what I mean? So you have to remember like what the trade-off is here for you to not, for anybody, business owner to not prioritize social media and then not feel like it's a good investment for them. Like, what are you doing? You know, like, don't, don't do that. Um, it's okay. Like it's so important in our business for us to find people who are better at things than we are so that they can help move us forward and not get stuck on what we're not good at or what we don't like to do. I believe that was a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Amazingly a lot of content there. And I mean, it's, it's awesome because I was able to also craft a few questions from them already that I, I really okay, I believe my audience wants to know much more about you know um, I, I love where you talked about showing up where you talked about the consistency and I'll be right back at you to talk about those things but um, at the moment I think you can still keep firing up yeah but anyways um, so honestly the last thing that I was going to say is to think about investing in paid ads. So a lot of people, and we talked about free, but the bottom line is if your paid ads can make you a return, then you're not spending money. You know what I mean? Like you Mm -hmm. are now making money. I just had a client and I love this story. I love this story so much. So um, we, she wrote a book and Um, it's her second book, her audience asked for it, right? She has a huge audience that she built organically on YouTube and on Instagram, huge audience. She spends a lot of time nurturing this audience. And because she spends so much time nurturing this audience, she has such a great organic audience. We just got a 20 time return on her ad spin. So I believe, um, she spent $490 on ads and, uh, from that she made $10,582. Wow. Cool. (laughs) So, um, it's a testament to how important it is to keep your organic audience, um, engaged. We ran those ads to her warm audience, people who already knew her, already engaged in her content, already had maybe attended some of her free trainings. Um, and, and then also that Facebook ads can work. Um, you can actually get a great return on them. And I don't think there's anything wrong with spending $500 and making $10,000 off of it. That sounds like a pretty good week. (laughs) It's a high ROI there. I mean, very huge ROI, you know, to talk about, I mean, 
Now you see, you mentioned something about, about, you know, um, being consistent. So how are you able to become consistent? Because a lot of people will say, I can't be consistent. I want to be consistent, but I cannot be consistent. Like, will you say, you, is there like maybe some people will tell you, okay, I, I use a content calendar or, you know, you mentioned something like batching. So what are the best mm-hmm. ways to stay consistent and, you know, not run out of something to post each day? Yeah. So I think that um, figuring out your content pillars first, like getting really clear about what you talk about. So I it's some people recommend like five different content pillars. I think you could do really however many. So, okay, first of all, you need to decide how often you want to show up online. All of my clients, I do five days a week. You could do seven days a week. I don't think anything less than five is is really great. Like three days a week is not very much. That's less than half the week. Um, and it's hard to grow with that. But five days a week is okay. Seven days a week is good. Um, but so you're gonna you're gonna decide on these these topics that you're gonna talk about. They're gonna be your content pillars that you're going to to talk about. Um, so for me, potentially, it could be um, creating content. It could be, um, Facebook advertising. It could be, uh, you know, showing up for your small business. I don't know. I'm just rattling things off my head, but I I usually say like Facebook, Instagram, Facebook advertising, and then like personal branding. Um, and so then you can put those into your calendar. So I do it. I have some plumbers that work for me. So we talk about kitchen, we talk about bathroom, we talk about company culture and we talk about their business so um there is one of those that we talk about twice during the week and it's never kitchen or bathroom it's always like the personal branding or the culture stuff or the stuff about the company because that's the stuff that people like the most anyways we talk about kitchen and bathroom plumbing because we're plumbers but um so you take your calendar you put down all the most important dates. So if you have a launch coming up, if you have a big sale coming up, if it's your birthday or somebody's anniversary, like these dates that we don't want to miss, um, put those all in the calendar and then take those subjects that you talk about and fill in the rest of the calendar. So Monday through Friday, you're going to fill in the rest of the calendar with those subjects that we talked about the next Monday through Friday. It'll be the same. You can switch them. Like maybe you talk about bathroom uh, bathrooms on Monday and then next week you talk about it on Wednesday. Fill out the whole month before the month even starts. And then when you're sitting down to create this content, you sit down with your calendar. Now you already know the subject that you're going to be talking about. So now you just have to determine what the content is going to be. You could go even further at the beginning of the month and say like for bathrooms, okay, let's talk about faucets. Let's talk about toilets running. Let's talk about sewers and let's talk about um, the shower, you know? And so then you can put all of those in too. So then it's even easier whenever you sit down to create that content. But um, by starting with a plan like that, it makes it so much easier. Like it it really shouldn't take you, like if you were doing five days a week um, and you were just doing like graphics and captions and scheduling them for Facebook and Instagram, that should not take you more than an hour to do. Like that is a very, very quick task that you can get done. And I promise you're spending more time stressing about not doing it than it would take you to actually sit down and do it. Video content. Yeah. And video content too. Um, So what I do with my clients is I sit down with them for one day, like we'll schedule like an hour or two and I'll just ask them questions about like, you know, well for them it's plumbing, but um, questions about plumbing, like, and they record it, send it to me, and then I just edit it and turn it into the TikTok and the reel. So you can batch create all of that content too. And then 
Um, you can save them to your drafts because you can actually schedule TikTok content from the desktop version. I haven't done it yet. You have to do all of the editing first and then upload it because it only let you like schedule the upload. But um, you cannot schedule reels yet. And supposedly reels sometimes delete. So you want to be sure that it's like saved to your phone as well. But anyways, yes, you can get all of that stuff done in one sitting. You just block out some time to get it all done. And then you don't have to worry about it. And I, I promise you are spending more time worrying about it than it would take you to actually just get it all done and get it over with. Sure, sure. You know, you mentioned something about that scheduling. And scheduling is one thing that is huge for a lot of people. Like, are there any suggested scheduling tools that you have out there that you think, okay, because a lot of people ask me this. They say, hey, Joseph, I can't go ahead to post on Twitter, post on Insta, post on Facebook. And um, if possible, they want to schedule to YouTube, which <laughs> which I've not seen one tool that can schedule your videos to YouTube. I only know that you, you can schedule inside of YouTube. But here, talking about a scheduling tool for these major social media platforms like YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, um, platforms, what um, scheduling tools do you suggest are amazing, free, paid, you know? Okay, so I use Spout Social. It is definitely an investment, um, but I like it because it gives me great analytics and I just, Spout Social is what I use, but it is not cheap. Um, there are obviously a ton of different scheduling tools, Hootsuite, Later, Planoly, um, you can schedule directly on Creator Studio. I work with an agency and they schedule most of their um, most of their clients' content through Facebook using Creator Studio. Mm. Um, actually, I just saw that Canva is now letting you schedule Instagram posts directly from Canva. So wow. there are a ton of tools. You have to figure out what works for you. Um, but Facebook, I, I always direct people to Facebook and Instagram because it's free and it's in the app. So um, it, you don't have to worry about like a third party posting situation. It's just, it's right there. Mm, awesome. I think somebody will really want to hear this, you know, somebody will really want to hear what's the clear difference. I know a lot of people have various definitions for this, but what's the clear difference for social media marketing and social media management? Yeah, so I think that um, social media marketing has more to do with strategy. So spending time understanding the strategy behind um, behind what we're doing, collecting data, making decisions based off of data. Mm -hmm. um, social media management would be more of just managing posts um, going in and out. So I spend a lot of time with my clients coming up with strategy, going over analytics, um, and trying to figure out like what the best marketing tactics are for them. Um, so I, that's why I consider what I'm doing, social media marketing versus just managing their platforms, just worrying about Facebook and Instagram posts going out. Awesome. Awesome. I mean, this is huge. This is huge. I want to say a big thank you for this value that you've really shared with us today, um, Jen. I mean, it's so, so huge. Even though I have so much more questions to ask, but, you know, we still want to maintain time and, <laughs> you know, for you yeah. guys to be able to consume this content in a very short time, because um, just like you said, people engage with reels because reel is pretty short. Within 30 seconds, um, you've really passed your message and you're off and you'd be like yeah thanks i prefer 30 seconds but if you want to gain valuable things i think you should be patient sometimes to listen to podcasts like this because nobody's gonna totally. learn real full things from just you know listening to or watching reels right so you know this yeah. um 
investing in paid ad is actually a free thing. And they might be like, but I'm spending money. Yes, you're spending money, but it's something that is a great strategy. Just like you mentioned, having such a huge ROI for 430 or so you mentioned, and you're getting 10,000. I mean, that's huge. That's so, so huge uh, of ROI. So I think, you know, putting all this into action, guys, is what's needed you don't just have to do it yourself. If you think it's so hard for you, feel free to reach out or maybe you're already into social media. You can still drop your questions. I believe Jen would be glad to answer them. Yes. So um, thank you so much, Jen, for coming on Smiley Talks podcast. So before you go, I have two fun questions to ask you. I don't know if you're ready. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. All right. Okay, cool. So the first one is how this, this is quite fun fun and it's still a real one because um, a lot of people it has affected a lot of entrepreneurs out there how do you manage you know your food and your business like eating and making sure you eat healthy because a lot of people that are into social media programming and all this stuff most of them end up eating junk food and some of them are even diabetic and that's pretty bad so how do you manage how do you you know have this balance Oh my gosh. So I have to tell you, um, okay. First of all, I'm gluten-free. I've been gluten-free for over 10 years. Um, but that doesn't mean that I make healthy choices all the time. It just means that I don't eat wheat because it was affecting my stomach so much. So in February of this year, I did the whole 30, which, um, if you're not familiar, it's like basically for 30 days, you're only eating whole foods. So you cut out all dairy, all grains, all processed foods, all alcohol, all sugars, Um, And it's just for 30 days. And the whole point of it is to see like what your body does and doesn't like. Right. So I did that and I discovered, too, that I don't do well with like cheddar cheese, especially um, and sugar. Right. And of, of course, I knew I shouldn't be having so much sugar, but I did have so much sugar in my diet. And I will tell you what, I have not gone back to my sugar. Like I'll have sugar every once in a while now, but because I have not gone back to it. I like my energy levels throughout the day stay very consistent, but whereas before, you know, 2 PM, like anybody, you're like, need a cup of coffee and you're just feeling really down. And because, and because I used to start my day with uh, coffee with creamer in it that had sugar in it. And then like uh, having a granola bar with chocolate in it, like all of the sugar that I was having that I cut out. And now it's just like, my energy is so much better. So I'm all about that. I know that's hard to do sugar is an addiction, but once I was able to like cut it out and then see like, Oh my gosh, this is making a difference for me. I just can't go back. I'm getting old. I'm 34. So you got to pay attention to what your body says. Awesome. 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 Super cool. Okay. Second fun question. I mean, food is so important. That's part of the reason Smiley Talks went ahead to, you know, create a food community. We call it Day Chop, D-E-Y-C-H-O-P, Day Chop. You might want to pronounce that. Day Chop? Oh, right. You got it. Anyway, it sounds... <laughs> Yeah, it sounds more, you know, it's a Nigerian pigeon word. Like we have like the slang, you know, in the, in the US you have the slang. So here is yeah, pigeon yeah. English. So they chop is the word. It just means for you to continue eating, right? So we'll put together that they chop so we can help people to have access to healthy foods. I mean, it's super amazing. So for those of you that have not really gone to daychop.com, just try your best to go there and grab some natural food stuff. So um, the second fun question I have for you is um, you tell us your favorite 
musician, your favorite singer, and then you're gonna sing that song. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh, that's so hard. Oh, I honestly, I have such a hard time committing to my favorite anything like that. Like I just can't. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> oh wow. I don't even know. I'm telling you. Hold on. <laughs> It's actually fun. So I want to see the real, you know, the real gen out of business, out of social media. Okay. How yeah. about this? I'll show you this song. Um, like the silly can't hold us. That's the song that I used to get pumped up. <laughs> I don't really know the words. This is the moment. Tonight is the night. Oh, yeah. So we put our hands up like the ceiling can't hold us. Like the ceiling can't hold us. Okay. <laughs> okay, now it's your turn to sing the song. <laughs> That's it. I sing it. I sing no, it. All you did was karaoke, not singing. You're going to sing along. <laughs> like the ceiling can't hold us. <laughs> like the ceiling can't hold us. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, I'm so happy and so excited to have had you on Smarty Talks podcast. Me too. Thank you. Fun. Yeah. You might want to tell us if you have any program you want to share with us um, that people that want to, you know, be under your coaching and learn from you can hop on from. Yeah. Tell us. Okay, so definitely follow me on Instagram. My handle is Keyheart Marketing. It's K-E-E-H-A-R-T Marketing. Um, and that's where you'll be completely up to date. Currently, I do mostly done for you services, meaning I do your social media for you. So um, Instagram, of course, is a great place to catch me, but I do have a website, keyheartmarketing.com. I am currently building out a program um, to with a done with you service. I have an advisory program right now where I work with my clients for six months on becoming comfortable and confident and having clarity in their social media. But um, this new launch is going to be really fun too. So definitely keeping up on Instagram is the best way to keep up with that. Awesome. 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 Thank you. Thank you. So guys, make sure to click smash that button in order to hop on and check out her content. You're going to see proof. Um, so you, you, you'll be sure I'm not trying to, you know, just flatter her or say a lot of good <laughs> things about Jen. You just click on the link, go on. You're going to see all the links to her Instagram, to her website in the show notes in the description if you're watching on youtube you're going to see it so just click on it and hop on and see the amazing things that she's doing on instagram even her tiktok you might want to check that out so it's all amazing okay so be sure and get all of your healthy foods from dayshop.com thank you so much jen thank you right, thank everybody. you everybody. see you in the next episode guys goodbye awesome discover yourself grow and transform your world here at Smiley Talks with your host, Joseph Paul Smile. If you're looking for some healthy food stuff, just visit our food store, yes, on daychop.com. Our content and marketing services are also available for you on creativebay.com. All the links and spellings are in the description. Just don't miss out.